Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Wednesday. It's August 31st. We're on the last day of August. Can you believe it? Before we begin looking at the end of Isaiah chapter 14 today, another prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray. O Almighty and most merciful God, of your bountiful goodness keep us, we beseech you, from all things that may hurt us, that we, being ready both in body and soul, may cheerfully accomplish those things that you would have done. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we are finishing up Isaiah chapter 14 today. I believe that has us in verse 24 through verse 32. Two, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord of hosts has sworn, as I have planned, so shall it be, and as I have purpose, so shall it stand, that I will break the Assyrian in my land, and on my mountains trample him underfoot, and his yoke shall depart from them, and his burden from their shoulder. This is the purpose that is purposed concerning the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations, for the Lord of hosts has purposed, and Who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? In the year that King Ahaz died came this oracle. Rejoice not, O Philistia, all of you, that the rod that that struck you is broken. For from the serpent's root will come forth an adder, and its fruit will be a flying fiery serpent. And the firstborn of the poor will graze, and the needy lie down in safety. But I will kill your root with famine, and your remnant it will slay. Wail, O gate, cry out, O city, melt in fear, O Philistia, all of you. For smoke comes out of the north, and there is no straggler in his ranks. What will one answer the messengers of the nation? The Lord has founded Zion, and in her the afflicted of his people find refuge. This prophetic word that we keep seeing in the book of Isaiah is always seeming to be one of judgment, isn't it? And this, again, can be sort of hard to hear. But the overarching message is is that God is in control. And for those who are his people, is that not a message of good news? That despite judgment that is coming, God is in control and he is the one who is doing it. If we believe that God is good and that God is holy and that God is just, we know that his judgments have a purpose. And so here I want us to draw out some of the language that is used here about the power and the majesty and the the certainty of God's God's plans. So we see here in verse 24 right away, the Lord of hosts has sworn, as I have planned, so shall it be, and as I have purposed, so shall it stand. It doesn't matter what the intention of man is. It doesn't matter what we think. When God makes a plan, it comes to pass. That is the idea that we see here. Now, this makes sense to us, right? Even though I think we think that somehow we have autonomy and we have power and and we can ordain things in our way, we understand that there, if there is a God who is good and just and holy and, and all those things that we know to be true about God, then if he makes a plan, it's going to come to pass. We can't thwart it. He is going to accomplish it. And that's an important thing that we are seeing here in the book of Isaiah. While some of this stuff looks bad, uh, 
the judgment that's coming upon the people of God, it still is the plan of God, and he is doing as he planned, and he has a purpose for it. We've talked about that purpose, that his purpose is discipline, that his purpose is repentance, to draw his people back to himself. But we see here a real truth of an understanding of, of this idea that God is in control here, don't we? And we see this also in verses 26 and 27. This is the purpose that is purpose concerning the whole earth, not just Israel, not just the Assyrians, not just Philistia, not just Babylon. The whole earth is in the hands of God. And this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. There's that repetition there. Uh, there's, that's good poetic work here by Isaiah, right? To say the word of the Lord in this way. This is the purpose that is purposed concerning the whole earth. And then we repeat that idea here that his hand is out over all the nations. Saying the same thing twice, driving that point home to us, the audience of this book. And we see here in verse 27, for the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who will annul it? Who Who's going to stop the Lord of hosts, Right? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? Again, a, a repetition of an idea, the, the image of God stretching out his hand, and it's repeated from verse 26 again. This, this poetic structure here helps drive home this point that we're not going to undo the purposes of God, and if his hand is stretched out, who's going to move it back? Who is going to uh, slap God's hand when he reaches out for something, right? Uh, you're not going to stop the Almighty. And we see this also in verse 32, when Isaiah is proclaiming the word of the Lord to the people in Philistia, what will one answer the messengers of the nation? The Lord has founded Zion, and in her the afflicted of his people find refuge. This God whose hand cannot be turned back is where the people of God find refuge. You're not going to stop his plan. Who's, who's going to answer uh, the prophets of God, right? Um, if God is speaking, his work is going to be done, and that is where his people find refuge. And so may you and I think about this passage and, and this language here at the end about this idea that we find refuge in God. May we hear God's word and may we trust his sovereign hand. And may we understand that when we are afflicted, when things don't seem to be going our way, we run to the one who is in control because he is able to take all of these things and he is able to work them together for good for those who love him. We, we rest in that. We trust in that. So may we do that today. Let's close up with prayer. Triune God, we bring you praise for your good purposes and for the truth that in your good purposes you have ordained our salvation. For it is by your gracious hand that we are able to profess faith in Christ and know you as our Father, our Savior, and our Sustainer. On this Wednesday, we lift up the missionaries that our congregation supports. We ask that you would bless them and keep them and that you would embolden them to faithfully proclaim your gospel. Today, we remember the work of Hope Harbor and Marshall. We ask that you would bless the work of their hands, and we pray that you would strengthen them in their labor for your kingdom. And we once again lay our day at your feet. It is yours, and we ask that your word that we have heard today would take root in our hearts through your spirit and move us closer to you and strengthen us to walk in holiness and faithfulness before you today. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. All right, that finishes up chapter 14. We will see you on Friday when we start chapter 15. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 